of the tribe insults. The Sunshine Patriot in a crisis shrinks from the service of their country. The winter is coming. Did you hear the call? Winter is coming, and we know what is coming with it. No matter your thoughts or convictions, you must be prepared for the hardships that come with the winter. No matter your current position on the journey, stay a while. This is where you can find the tools and the fire to continue on your path. Join Odin and Tyr and answer Winter's Call. Hello, welcome to another episode of Winter's Call. I'm Odin. This is Tyr. And today we are joined by probably one of our best friends and uh, probably one of the spiciest people on TikTok. Pissed vet. Woohoo! So tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, I am a mother of two. Um, I'm a veteran. My husband's a veteran. My husband's a fifth generation veteran, and I'm a fourth generation veteran. So no filter. <laughs> Sweet. Well, we don't like filters here, anyhow. We usually just say fuck it and go say whatever we want. That's why we love podcasts. So, what's a filter? <laughs> is that thing at the end I of know, your cigarette? I <laughs> oh, I know what that is. <laughs> All right. So I hear tale that you are involved with the convention of states. Now I know what they are, but I want you to explain what it is because so many people don't understand that this is a constitutional right that you have. And sometimes it needs to be exercised. So give us a little synopsis of, Exactly what that is. It falls under the fifth uh, article, and it's a failed state when government has overstepped their bounds, and it becomes tyrannical to gain power back for we the people. You can uh, suggest amendments, uh, ratify amendments through convention of states, um, and you can turn amendments down. All right, sort of like. Example of saying term limits on uh, Congress. Um, Good Lord, yeah. Pay, Do, okay, so uh, it's, it's two-thirds of the states have to agree to a convention of states, Yes. Right? But it still has to be ratified yeah. by the three-quarters, right? Any amendments that are passed yes. in a constitutional convention? Right? Okay. Yeah. I was just checking. So, uh, here, so I, I'm okay with getting rid of the 16th Amendment, get rid of those taxes things and you know uh th those types and uh introducing term limits do you ever worry that they could use that as an opportunity to take away the second amendment i do worry but at the same time the second amendment says right in it shall not be infringed upon that means absolutely nothing can infringe upon that right Okay. And I love how Joe Biden says that no amendment or right is absolute. Uh, the Second Amendment definitely is. That's <laughs> the reason shall not be infringed upon. But they, it, you know, uh, I study a lot of constitutional law. If they passed an amendment to the Second Amendment, like abolished it or changed it in some way, if they did it constitutionally, they could actually get rid of it. Do you worry that in a convention of states that, you know, well, since they, we know that our election system is apparently screwed up, that they could twist it to get rid of the Second Amendment? Oh, definitely. I do, but that's how uh, important it is to be aware of the 
uh, bills that are presented or amendments that are presented at, you know, on the house floor to pay attention to it. And with shall not be infringed upon at the end of the second amendment, it means you can add to, but you cannot take away from. Yes, but I'm one of those creative assholes that if I wanted to add, I wouldn't take it away, but I would add to it. Like I would add little bits and pieces that by the time you finally figured out what I was doing, it was already too late. True. And I think I think a lot of ways that's where what's well, a lot of ways where those red flag laws come in is that's technically an infringement on the Second Amendment. Technically, all gun uh, laws, you know, or reasonable gun laws is an infringement. Agreed. Any Agreed. Infri- any gun law is an infringement on the Second Amendment. Yes. So wait, you say that I should be able to have a tank? Yes. Cool. As a matter of and fact, a tank, that'd be a bad idea. <laughs> Bare arms, it does not specify. Right, it, it doesn't. Right after the uh, uh, after uh, during the Civil War, or after after the Revolutionary War, when during the War of eighteen twelve, they actually acquisitioned for cannons to be put on ships for the pirates that were working for the government, and the founding fathers that got that letter were like, duh. Go get them. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I'd be a smart ass if they they meant firearms and they came for my guns. I'll just get a cannon or two. Have them. Have you seen that little that little video head. where the guys are playing? It's a group of guys playing video games and just chatting back and forth. But one of goes, you know, some ruffian tries to rob my house, and one guy goes. Anybody who starts the sentence with ruffians, it just has nothing to rob. He goes, well, anyway, so I grab my grab my musket, <laughs> blow a size of blow a hole the size you could throw a cat through. Then I fire my my flintlock, but it misses because you know, just like the founding fathers intended, it was smoothbore, and I nail the neighbor's dog. So therefore, I'm left with no other choice than to fire grape shot from the cannon at the top of the stairs. <laughs> I'm like, it sounds like you're robbing Odin's place. What the hell? <laughs> hey now well, I only have two cannons well if they wanted to take my guns they would have to outsmart me and they would have to find them first just saying I would never keep all my guns in one place at one time fair <laughs> this is fair this is fair so the convention of states now curiosity and I'm going to play the I'm going to play the idiot on this one but with the Convention of States, then, that you could actually ratify a – or you could use the Convention of States to deem an election not lawful. And that's yes, more, you can. That's, you could even call for a new election. That you could do. And that's the extent that most people know of the, <laughs> the Convention of States. And it's our last <laughs> failed state. Well, at this point, I don't think Biden is getting out of office. Yep. So, other than via well, the Twenty Fifth Amendment, <laughs> I mean, at this point, I kind of don't want him to be out of office because that means there's Kamala, and then they'll do something to Kamala, and then who, what are we stuck with? We're stuck with Nancy Pelosi. That is—I don't know why people better. keep saying that. That is not how constitutional progress goes. When you the go vice, from when the vice president becomes president, she gets to pick her VP. 
There is no vote required. She gets to pick it. It doesn't automatically the House rep the the leader oh, yeah, hold of the on, House hold does on not a minute. vice president. Okay, maybe you misunderstood. The fact of the matter is Kamala's gonna pick Pelosi. No. She'll pick AOC. <laughs> oh God, no. You just took a nightmare and went worse with it. Please no. And honestly, in my opinion, I, I think it would be a great idea if we can pass convention seats to also put them in there making a requirement for any of these people trying to get elected in office. Just like it's a requirement for citizens taking the citizens test to know certain things to become a citizen. You should know how the ins and outs of the Constitution work and what you can and cannot do. Because... The government, I mean, at this state and fair is stupid enough to think that the Bill of Rights is a Bill of Rights for us. But no, it is a blueprint of what they cannot do and what they can't overstep. Right. The Bill of Rights is a list of negative rights. It's things that the government cannot do to us. It is not rights given to the people. It is a list of rights that say you can't, the government cannot do this because the founders believed that our rights came from God. And therefore, government didn't give them to us. God did. So it, their purpose was to make it so what the government couldn't do. And we lost yep, that. Yeah, and a lot of people make a lot of people nowadays think the Bill of Rights is a Bill of Rights for us. That's not how, how any of these documents work. I mean, if you really read it, you know, it, it's not that hard to understand. I mean, yes, it was in Old English, but it's not Shakespearean English. I mean, you can understand it. <laughs> so, do the do the does the convention estates come before our new Declaration of Independence? Like, if the convention of states fails, we write the new Declaration of Independence, which is a declaration of war against the current administration or the severing yes, of yes. ties. Yes, it would be the last <clears throat> fail safe in the ultimate extreme which it states in the Declaration of Independence that it is not only a right of the American people, but is seen as a duty as a citizen to overthrow a tyrannical government and replace it with a new government if yep. they have overstepped ooh, the bounds. Y'all want to hear my favorite? Y'all want to hear my favorite conspiracy theory? Sure. Hmm. Okay, this is my absolute favorite. This is one I hold very close to my heart. The reason they stopped teaching kids cursive was so they couldn't read. The Declaration of Independence. You mean? I truly, honestly believe that. <laughs> I truly, honestly believe that. You mean the thousands and thousands of copies that are written in plain type aren't good? <laughs> I'm talking about reading the original. Fuck off! Do not poke <laughs> holes in my favorite conspiracy theory. Oh, no, no. I I get it because I mean, let's face it. At some point, they're going to change. They've already labeled our founding documents as hate-filled documents. It's only yep. a matter of time before they go through and censor them for more woke language. And at that point, your printed copy is not going to mean anything because people would be like, it, it's like the vac uh, the definition of vaccine, how they changed, changed. Yep. or or <laughs> racism, how they changed the definition of racism. Don't even get me started on the the vaccine, Papa. I mean, I have my own conspiracies, not to mention I have experience in healthcare, and I've been watching this all unfold. Oh, this is this is the place for it. This is the place Go for, for it. it. We sit here, and one of the greatest things about being on a podcast is 
We don't give a fuck. Try to censor us. Go ahead. <laughs> I mean, shit, we've already got it recorded, which means, guess what? You get us off this platform, we're just going to send it we somewhere else. We pop up on another one. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> off. That censorship hasn't stopped us yet, has it? I mean, I mean, I've been banned on Facebook six times. I've been banned on TikTok seven times. I was banned, permaban off of Clapper the first time. That's, That's awesome. I mean. Congratulations. That is good. That's awesome. How did you get banned on Clapper? <laughs> well, this was back in the beginning of the year when Biden started his fake administration, in my opinion. And um, there was a censorship of you can't say this or that on Clapper because they were in fear of getting their app pulled from the Play Store. So I kind of dropped in multiple videos in a short span of time. uh, All the do nots that you don't talk about. (laughs) And it got me permaban. (laughs) Plus, I made a little jingle about Kamala Harris. Uh hairy ass on her knees <laughs> getting some dick well, I mean, <laughs> you're not wrong I just I mean I was gonna say no, that's not wrong. She, got where she is <laughs> she is the epitome she is the prime example of it's not who you know it's who you blow absolutely <laughs> after january 6th i lost all my social media that's why i ended up going to tiktok in the first place because it was the only place it wasn't banned <laughs> i mean i got i got banned off of yeah. tumblr right <laughs> i got banned on reddit i don't even know how you do that i got banned off of 4chan dude Wait, how the fuck you do that? <laughs> okay, do you remember? Do you remember when uh, Trump gave that speech on on January sixth? that said, "Go home." I I was there. Right. So I recorded that because I knew that they were going to take it down. So when they took it down, yeah. I reposted it on every social media platform. And all of them took it down. And I reposted it. And they took it down again. And I reposted it. And I, four hours later, I had no Facebook, no Instagram, no Twitter, no Tumblr, no 4chan, no Reddit, no nothing. I was gone. Totally wiped from the internet. And I'm like, well, that sucks. Well, that's number nine. <laughs> <laughs> Round 10. <laughs> so I went to TikTok and I went, "Hey, I could say stuff." And then they went, "No, you can't, banned." <laughs> oh no, 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 let's be honest. TikTok has this nasty way of uh of banning you without actually banning you. Yeah. The shadow yeah. ban. Yes. You wore that crown forever. That. <laughs> um curiosity though. So I mean, you're from you're from a, a very, very blue state. Yes. My I am. question and my question about that is is how has like you know, me and me and Odin, we're both from red states. So the vaccine and the vaccine mandates have not been anywhere near as bad here. Like mask mandates, closing stuff down. What's it been like right there in the center of blue libtardedness? Oh my god. I, I like I feel like I'm banging my head against a wall every day. Like me and my children will sit in the parking lot at Walmart, our local Walmart, 
and my friend and her kids and I'll say, oh, well, we can tell they're a Democrat because <laughs> they would be wearing their masks outside in the fresh air far away from the front doors of the store and then get in their car sitting by themselves with it fucking on. And I'm like, yep. They voted for Biden. <laughs> you know what's terrifying? We say this. We say this in all, all, all fun and and jeering at the uh, at our opposition, but there's a lot of our own side sitting there with masks on. Oh, I saw the yeah. saddest. I saw the saddest thing today. Speaking of people wearing masks, I live right next to the Suwannee River in Florida, right on the Florida Georgia line, right like the source. And there's this little bridge where you can walk that you know you can walk across the river and look at it, and they post the sign, you know, the song. Way down upon the Sawani River, right? It's written on the sign, right? And people get out and take pictures. And there was an old man and an old woman. There are no other cars. They both have masks on. They can barely breathe because they're walking with these masks on uphill. And they had just taken their picture and they're going back to their car. My wife, as we drive by, goes, there is no one within a thousand feet of them. They are by themselves, and they are wearing a mask. Why? By the way, by the way, Piss Vet, I just want to let you know that we do not use the term social distancing. We call it melee range. Okay. (laughs) If you were in six foot, you know, but I don't get it. There's a lot. If you know your partner, and I understand it's, it's really sad when you see people like this, but it's like, you know, your partner doesn't have COVID. You don't have COVID. You are by yourselves. What the fuck are you scared of? Not only that, but if, if you're, if you're wearing it out in the outdoors with the spouse that you've been married to for 50 years, because they were really old. So I'm going to go 50 years, right? You must wear a mask at home. That's the only thing I could, that is the only way that makes sense, is that you are so afraid that you wear a mask at home. Well, I mean, I woke up pretty quick when this all started, I would say about a month in. I stopped wearing masks altogether. I get asked when I go to a store, like, are you going to put a mask on? No. Mm -hmm. And I just go about my business. And uh, I'm like, this is stupid. I know for first-hand knowledge that these masks don't fucking do shit for you. You're expecting me to believe that something less than a dust particle isn't going to get through this damn mask when you can wear an N95 as a painter and still get paint under your mask. My favorite is when they tell you in California, right, that when the fires were happening and the ash and stuff, they told people that the masks will not protect you from the ash from the forest fire, which is a bigger particle than COVID-19, but you should wear it for COVID-19. Wait, 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 wait. I'm confused. <laughs> I'm not. It's all about control. It's always been about control. Literally, the virus was designed to push the vaccine, not the other way around. Oh, yeah, I absolutely was. I totally 100% believe this. And I called it within the first year that this was man-engineered. This was not a naturally occurring virus. And 
you have people still wear masks, believing it protects you, but it says right on the damn side of the box of the mask yep. that it's not meant for medical purposes, that it won't protect you against infectious diseases or viruses. Yep. And when they sit here and go, well, just a little bit. Yeah. But here's the study about masks. After you circulated the same air and breathe in it for 15 minutes, the amount of moisture that comes from your mouth literally destroys any efficacy for the vaccine. So if you wear it longer than 15 minutes, done. And if the, if the, if the mask was so, or if COVID-19 was so deadly, why are there no hazmat bins for the masks? Exactly. Because like when I worked in healthcare, the way it worked, if you went to a patient's room and it said, check with the nurse's station before entering this room for precautions, and we had to use full PPE, you would take your PPE right in the door frame, not leaving the room and not going fully outside and strip her right then and there. And we did have hazardous things to put this stuff in. Because we're talking about people who have MRSA, whether it being in their urine, their spit, uh, in a wound, and it's very contagious. Then you have people who have HIV and hepatitis. So, it, I mean, it's no joke. But, I mean, these masks don't do nothing. Just like the paper gowns for me didn't do nothing as full PPE for someone who had MRSA in their urine. It's going to go right through the paper thing gown. Right. It's not going to do anything. But it is important to remember that, you know, there's all the other things that involve, you know, precautions when it comes to infectious disease, washing your hands, covering your mouth, you know, proper sanitation. And when this broke out, I remember I got sick with it before even January 2020, um, before it was even announced. And I remember before even Trump came out and said anything about it. I was hearing on the news that they were closing schools statewide while I was at work. And I'm like, what's going on? And I'm like, all right, well, it's just a bug. You know, I, I you know, I'm going to treat it like influenza because it's very infectious and spreadable, you know, for especially autoimmune compromised people, the elderly and the young. And that's no brainer, but you know, to shutter everything down for over a year, to put masks on our kids. And it's not good for you either. I mean, and I have these leftist nurses who have agenda or doctors. I saw countless videos circling after people would say, well, you can get CO2 poison from wearing masks too long. That is very much true. And they tried to deny it. They tried putting on multiple layers of masks and then put a reader in that OSHA uses to, you know, measure the toxicity in the space plus do an oximeter and then try to say that oh it doesn't affect your oxygen blood level yes it fucking does but you're not doing it right you're gonna put your mask two minutes later you're gonna do it how about you put those many masks on exert yourself for eight plus hours and running around then test it because i'm telling you right now it wouldn't be the same crowder did it when he went to the gym where he did a workout and they te- they kept the the pulse on, you know where it measures the O2, uh, the for a pulse workout. Oximeter. Yeah, and then he put on two masks because that was the recommendation at the time, 
and it dropped it. Yeah. He had to stop once it got below a certain percentage, and it took less than 20 minutes to get there. It's like, holy cow. Yeah, it does. It does work that way. And the thing is, people are making, we're making these complaints early on, like symptoms of dizziness, headache. Those are symptoms of CO2 poisoning. And right. then not to mention the OSHA standards, you got the meter that measures the displacement of oxygen versus CO2 in a face. And even the paper mask that you throw away overextends on that threshold into dangerous levels. Even the plastic shield you put over your face. It doesn't matter what it is. Bandana, disposable mask, N95, they all violate OSHA standards. I keep telling people, because where I used to do, we welded on, when I was welding, we welded nickel plating tanks. And we would have to sit there when we were painting some, and when you're sealing some of them, painting them on the outside, you have some really hazardous materials in that paint. It's pretty ridiculous. But you have this full face shield with, with, um, with respirators on it. And you're sitting there, it's like even every two or three hours, we would have to stop. And all we're doing is standing there painting. Yep. I'm like, eh, that would work. That will actually keep a particulate that farm that 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 small out. But then you look at it and you say, well, when you realize they're using masks that are not meant for this, and they're pushing it so hard, but they're pushing the idea of masks so hard that it's okay if your grandmother knits you a mask. Right. It's okay to wear you a handkerchief. People made money. People who didn't used to ever sell masks, disposable masks in stores, started selling them in a plethora. Then oh. you've got the fashion masks that are just gloss, washable ones. People are making millions off of this. Millions in profiting. What upsets me the oh, most over what? is when Patriot and freedom-loving companies start selling masks. Yeah, that, mm -hmm. that bothered me a lot because they knew they claimed that they're like, this is stupid. Oh, yes. But you're more than willing to fleece your customers to sit here and get all of the money from them for those masks just because they look cool. You know, like the one that says, uh, fuck this mask and fuck you for making me wear it. Right. Great. But. You're still making money off of the situation. Shame on you. And not only that, you're still fucking wearing it. <laughs> right? That's what, I, that's what blew I, my I, mind. Well, I was in Nebraska visiting somebody, and I had to go to the local VA to fill a script. I went on with a Trump mask. Mind you, I didn't have a choice. You know, I only wear it when I go to the VA for health care. Otherwise, I don't wear it. And... It was a Trump mask, and they said, oh, well, you got to wear this one, and it was a disposable one. And I was like, why? I'm already wearing one. And they're like, well, it's not OSHA standards. And I was like, do you realize that that disposable mask is not to OSHA standards either? And they're like, how do you know that? Uh, I work in healthcare. Not only that. And they're like, well. If you went back to when this all started. And you you bought a box of those masks for a good period of time. There, the the box actually said this mask will not protect you against COVID nineteen. Exactly. Or coronaviruses of any type. They still yeah, say that. Yeah, um, some of them do. Some most of them don't though. 
and, and, and so it got to the point where I said, well, I can't wear one of these for long periods of time because of my anxiety disorder, my PTSD, unless you plan on pick me up off the floor. Cause I go into a panic attack. Um, they're like, well, then you'll have to wear the shield over your mask. And I'm like, why? I already have a damn mask. And they're like, well, OSHA standards. And I was like, you know, all of this violates OSHA standards, you dumbass. <laughs> I it boggles the mind because they they tell you this is the same side that tells you to follow the science. I'm like, but <laughs> you changed it. <laughs> Don't get me started on the science. It's only <clears throat> science when it their agenda, just like the whole my body, my choice with the abortion argument. Okay, you say it's your body, your choice for abortion. Well, you're literally asking me to put poison, possible poison into my body that has not been thoroughly tested and the trials are still going on, not FDA approved, into my body, my body, not your body, my body. Oh, we'll do it for your ma- mankind, do it for your fellow neighbor. Uh, I'm Talk sorry, my neighbor. last time I checked, there's a thing called accountability, something you left last. I was like, I'm not responsible for your health nor anybody else's. Just mine and my own self. You may go so wash your damn hand, cover your damn mouth, stay the fuck home if you're fucking sick and showing symptoms. It's not rocket science. You made Tear very happy when you said accountability. <laughs> that's his. That's his buzzword. <laughs> you know, let's let's take jokes aside here. You know, you brought up the my body, my choice thing. How do you feel? I, I just out of curiosity because I know how me and me and Odin do, because we've we've had a podcast on this. But when people on our own side forgot that it, my body, my choice stands for choice, and they started attacking mm-hmm. people who got the vaccine, how do you feel? Where do you stand um, on that? Well, if it's not my body, my choice to choose for a vaccine, then uh, I guess we could always do more legislation against abortions. I mean, you you want you want to go there because now we're if you're if we can't even make the simplest choice of medical choice for ourselves, medical freedom, which abortion supposedly is argued by left to fall under, then you can't make the same argument. You're you're you lose the argument right then and there, and you want to be technical. Technically, what you're getting rid of is not your body. A clump of cells does not have a heartbeat, plain and simple. Now, I defended that right, all rights, and I am adamantly pro-choice. But if that's your decision, that's your decision. But I would uh, uh, like to see more affordable and freely accessible birth control. Because I'm sorry, abortion is not birth control. You even have plan B, morning after pill. So don't tell me you didn't have choices and avenues to pick from. Now, when it comes to rape or incest or medical reasons where the mother and the child would not survive the duration of the pregnancy, yes, I think that should be an option. And, you know, that's technically what it is what it started over abortion was that choice because of those kind of situations. Not just to say, oh, I'm going to get drunk tonight. I'm going to be stupid. I'm not going to hold myself to be accountable for my actions. 
and I'm going to take my pants down, open my leg, and I'm going to do an adult act, but I don't want to take adult responsibility for it. She said, accountability again, it makes me happy. <laughs> but then again, you know what the best, you know, I, I'm going to say something, you know, you know me, uh, I'm the living embodiment of that, uh, of that pink song. Na, 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 I'm going to start a fight. Um, the best kind of birth control is one that's not practiced in the United States, and that's accidents. <laughs> it's like, look, bro, okay, it, it's not rockets. Follow the science. <laughs> this act leads to children. If you do not want children, either learn how to do the act properly and not have that risk, or don't do the act. It's it's really simple. Exactly. It's and like I just some dude sitting there going, go on, go on, go on, go on. It's like the left having this argument right now over the uh, law against abortion after six weeks in Texas. And they're going to be like, oh, we're going on a sex strike. And it's like, what are you freaking trying to prove? You're okay, look, I'm going to say this. Doing this what we sound, wanted you to do in the first place. <laughs> this is, this is going to sound extremely okay. shallow, right? This is going to sound extremely shallow. And if you know me, you know I'm not this shallow. However... If you saw pictures of the people that were saying, we're going on a sex strike, first question that popped in my mind is, how are you having sex? <laughs> because they are not, you sit there, you're like, wait, I, why, okay, I guess it's easy to go on a strike when you don't do it anyway, but how is, how, how can you have that kind of cognitive disconnect to not understand that maybe that's what could have prevented this all to begin with? Exactly. And I'm sorry, but regardless of, and I'm spiritual, I don't call myself religious. I am a Christian, but I am not part of any church. And don't get me started on that avenue because I think church and religion is corrupt. So I could hug you. I could hug you right now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I have my own conspiracies on the Vatican and things that can be proven. So, I mean, and just the things that have you know, flooded out of the Vatican in the last five years plus made me rethink church in a whole new way. I'm like, you know what? My husband had a point when we got together, when we first got together. I don't need a building to feel close to God. There you go. If I'm in nature, that's the closest you can get to God because God is all around you. If he created this earth and everything around us, then you're in the presence of God. You don't need a building. You don't need a priest. You don't need a pastor. You don't need a congregation. Odin over here just ripping one out. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> but, Sorry. But I... On a non-religious standpoint, it's morally in wrong, uh, wrong. All right. We base our laws on God's laws. Okay. Because we're Christian, you know, believe in people when we establish this country you know everything that has been established for our democracy or should i say republic because technically it's a republic i love how they teach our kids that too it's not a democracy there's a big difference it didn't start that way what we got now that is a democracy no what we have now is uh, what we now what we have now is basically 
back to monarchy and aristocracy and all all we have is uh oh, yeah. all of us plebeians but i'm saying before even biden you know it was a, d- a democracy but that's not how it was established we have but an our- idiocracy right now <laughs> yep <laughs> but uh we our laws are based on god's laws do not kill do not steal you know do not covet your neighbor's things and one of the biggest venal things is murder what you're doing is murdering innocent children who do not have a voice for themselves yeah but that doesn't matter well it doesn't matter i mean they're the, they don't have feelings it doesn't matter it's yet those same people, and I'm saying this on purpose. I, I, I before you get your blood pressure up. I know, I know. These You're people. Playing that devil's advocate. <laughs> oh no, I, I, not not that. I'm about to slap them right in the teeth. These are the same people. The people that say this are the same people that are so outraged when they found out that uh, you know Fauci was abusing beagles or. That, you know, you're wearing real animal fur. Wait, you eat animals? Animals have feelings. And the baby you just murdered doesn't. Well, I'm sorry to say, but humans are the most intelligent species on this earth, for one. For two, animals, to a certain extent, don't have the same capabilities as humans has. You know, they they base their survival off, uh, you know, primal instinct. Not they don't have the capability of having the range of emotions that a human can have or the uh, level of intellect or I should say the lack of nowadays. Let's say even animals are not as vicious as humans are to each other. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, I mean, but here's what's funny. And people that listen or have listened to the podcast, even if you listen to later episodes, you will find that to me, abortion is absolutely abhorrent. It is absolutely abhorrent. However, I'm one of these people that believes that until classified otherwise, you do have a right to choose. Now, how I judge you yeah. after that choice is different. And to me, it's the same as with the vaccine. We're taking the vaccine right now, it is your choice to take. Now, how I perceive you afterwards may be different because based on your reasons for it. But I'm looking at things like I, to get back to the original question here. I'm I, I've been watching because it spilled over from TikTok, to Facebook to Instagram as people just dog any conservative that has gotten a vaccine. Some of them have good reasons for it. They want to see their you know see their father that's you know terminally ill, and the only way they're allowed to do that is if they get the vaccine. Are they going to regret it? Yes. But am I going to begrudge them that choice? No. It was their choice. And neither would I. That's their choice. Now, I would hope that I could wake up people to the truth of what this vaccine is doing to people and, you know, would, you know, not maybe, you know, fight the good fight and not give in, you know, stand your ground, hold the line. But if, you know, you couldn't hold the line anymore for personal reasons and, you know, significant reasons, I'm not going to begrudge against you for that. That is your choice. But do not come to at me and say I'm killing people when you know I've killed nobody that I know of. I mean, and I've gotten COVID all of twice in almost two years, and I've only tested uh, positive, actually never, and I tested negative just once. I had a test once in almost two years. I am the epitome of everything that puts me at risk. 
I'm in the at-risk category. And if I'm still kicking, then I think I'm doing okay. And if bodies aren't dropping left and right, I mean, if this was so deadly, this virus, and I'm not saying it's not killing people, because any virus, any bacteria infection has the potential to kill somebody who is young, who has not yet built up an immune system that they were born with, or autoimmune compromise, or the elder. The, those people will always die, uh, you know, and be at the highest risk for things like this, that say simply someone like, you know, my husband could catch and he'd be sick for two weeks and be fine. Now me, I'm overweight. I have an autoimmune condition. I had surgery in February for cancer. I hit every checkbox and I'm a smoker. And I, and I haven't been once an event. I haven't been once hospitalized. That should tell you something. It's called one, proper proper hand sanitation <laughs> and washing your hands being consistent you know keeping that viral load down but you also don't want to overdo it because you overdo it then bugs become super bugs and that's what's happened with this virus even if there is a variant out there which called bullshit on because there's not even a test to test for it let alone for corona i mean my mom's an rn she works in healthcare too, and she's like, these people getting positive negatives, you know, uh, positive, false negatives, sorry, and false positives, you know, they're most likely testing for the common cold. You can look in a medical encyclopedia back in like the late 1800s, early 1900s, and it will even list it as coronavirus, literally, is the common cold. That's what it is. Right. But like any virus, it can mutate. It can become stronger. And that's what you're doing with people masking up with over-sanitizing. I mean, there's a reason hospitals keep hospitals cold. It's so that germs don't spread. The viruses don't duplicate and mutate. But they still do because they over-sanitize too. A little germ won't, you know, a little bit of germs in your life won't kill you. I mean, you got good bacteria in your gut. You have parasites that live in your eyelashes that eat dead skin cells. I mean, it's called an ecosystem for a reason. And not all parasites are, you know, blood-sucking, you know, leeches, you know, that will kill you. You actually need some of those as part of your system and your human body to actually fight off germs and viruses and infectious diseases. It keeps the balance. Oh, that's a valid point. I mean, think of this. Uh, two interesting tidbits. You've got <laughs> the UK having a super cold now, and they don't oh, know what yeah. to do with it. <laughs> yeah. and, and they're all like, what the fuck are we going to do? I'm like, well, maybe if you weren't wrapped in bubble wrap for the last fucking year and rub a little dirt on it, you'd be fine. But then you've got, here's the flip side of that. You've got Ireland, who has a 91 percentile vaccination rate, facing higher COVID cases than they've ever had. I love how Florida is at the lowest rate it's ever been with no mask mandates. <laughs> no, like for me to, it is more frequent to see people without a mask than with a mask. And that is totally different than a year ago when everybody was locked down and afraid. At some point, Florida went, fuck it. 
If we're going to throw hurricane parties, we're going to throw COVID-19 parties too, damn it. So. Well, that's Florida man for you. Hey, now. (laughs) How is it? Like your state's got some of the most, uh, if I remember correctly, your state has some of the most stringent, uh, you know, besides places like Chicago and California. California. And yet yeah. you all have a lot more cases than Florida does. That should prove the point that these vaccines aren't working, that these masks aren't working, that the social distance isn't working. You know, it, it, it's not working. I mean, hey, think about it. you. I warned you. I warned you. I'm sorry. <laughs> but um, it's like putting a Petri dish over your face, a hot, humid petri dish just full of germs it's a breeding ground not to mention you staying inside and being scared and not going out between the two of those things you're weakening your natural immune system yeah and the, you the air in your out. home you is pressure, more polluted than outside because it's constantly circulated right <laughs> you're circling the same same germs over and over again. I mean, there's that's the reason why people usually, when spring comes around, they do deep spring cleaning, and they will air out the house. There's a reason for that. Yeah, in Florida, it's called year-round. Just open up the windows. Unfortunately, it doesn't work like that, Papa. I live where we get over five feet of snow. So, I mean... <laughs> why? Why? I just want to ask, why? Why would anybody subject themselves to that willingly? <laughs> what? Snow? Winter? <laughs> yes. Yes, I'm in the middle of the country. I'm in Kentucky. I get angry when it snows here. <laughs> it's like, why? I moved south for a reason. Well, I was born and raised in New York, so it wasn't really a choice to <laughs> And uh, I came back because of financial reasons to New York, uh, and now I regret it. And actually, I was due to move out of state right before all the lockdowns happened. Oh. And all that money that I saved up for that all went to the fact that the bills just started piling up. Because Cuomo, or should I say Cumho, um <laughs> <laughs> that's it that's the title of this episode <laughs> that, that got it <laughs> piss on. fit and come ho <laughs> there we go <laughs> but he passed an executive order that he named after his mother it was supposed to protect New Yorkers jobs and if you got sick with COVID okay, it guaranteed you 14 days paid sick leave and it didn't protect my job. I lost my job because before I realized it was all, all a hoax and this was overhyped, um, I was following CDC guidelines. I had gotten sick with COVID and I was isolating. And they wanted me to come in to do the health check, ask if I had a cough, <laughs> if I had a fever, if I had shortness of breath, and to take my temp. And I'm like, I'm not exposing my patients to this. Plus, I'm not exposing myself to something third or fourth, you know, down the road of illnesses, you know, or conditions I have at the time or sick with because I'm already on immune compromise and I'm not going to expose my children to this. I'm following the CDC guidelines that are put out 
I am following the orders of a government doctor. Fuck you. And they're like, well, all right, then you stay home in quarantine, but you're not getting paid for it. Mm-hmm. Are you fucking kidding me? Well, and then it it, 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 it quickly evolved within two days of, you better come in or you're permanently off the schedule. It just doesn't surprise me anymore. And I'm like, really? I, I worked I worked through how much of this I put my life at risk every day, even before this COVID. I mean, just the everyday things I was exposed to, HIV potentially, hepatitis, MRSA. I'm like, you're going to fire me? Okay. Then you got yourself a lawsuit. And from there, I couldn't renew my certification because they had lapsed during the lockdowns and everything was shut down until everything opened up. And then I had my issues with my health. So I haven't been to work since. But you know what? I wouldn't trade for the world to some degree because now I'm home with my kids, you know, 24-7, even though occasionally I need a break. And I homeschool my daughter, which is very rewarding to me. Um, It's hard. It's not easy. But honestly, I'm glad I did what I did and I pulled her out when I did. Because now there is talk down the grapevine. That as of November 1st, because the Pfizer shot has been emergency authorized approval for 5 to 11-year-olds, they have FEMA stationed at every school in every state prepared to force vaccinate your children. Holy crap. Yeah, I'll be damned. Holy crap. I did oh, not know that they were ready. Don't get me started. My- don't get me started. <laughs> <laughs> So you touch you touch a hair on my kid's head and oh it, it's um like Donkey Kong. So I want to ask. I want to ask. We sit here and we talk about how the the left and the right sheep are just as bad, but maybe our side is worse because they're armed. You have some spicy takes on TikTok. Do you get more hate on the left or the right? The right. You do? Yeah, I do. I went after some big content creators, and I know Chum knows about this, and you do too, and Chum agreed with one of them but couldn't understand the other ones, and I had personal experiences with them. I had been following these people since the beginning I've been on TikTok, and I saw things that just – didn't seem right to me, you know, when I watched their content, you know, as time progressed on. And I'm like, you know what? This does just does not sit right with me. So I am one that I don't care if you're left, you're right. I don't care if you're a fucking dog. If you're wrong, you're wrong. And I'm going to call you on your bullshit. And I'm going to call out the hypocrisy. You don't like me. There's the effing fucking door. Exit right. Because I ain't going to change who I am. Yes, I'm a Christian. Do I swear a little bit too much? Maybe. Um, but God knows what's in my heart and the people who are in my inner circle and care about me know who I am and what I'm about and what I stand for. And that's all that fucking matters to me. I could give two fucking shits if TikTok were gone tomorrow, but I'm not going to fucking stay here and act like, oh, there's nothing wrong and there's no, you know, hypocrisy on our own side. I'm going to fucking call a fucking wolf. Or, you know, in sheep's clothing, a wool, you know, or whatever you want to call it. I'm going to call you out. I'm going to call the kettle black. 
plain and simple. This is, this is, and this is one of the back. reasons why we love you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> and it got back. They went after every account of mine, every account of mine, and mass reported it and blew up the notifications and stitched my videos from every and you and tagged every account of mine. And it's like, I, I thought us right weren't about mass reporting people or blocking people or you know we're supposed to be unified and united, and we have one cause. And you're going to go out of your way after I blocked you from one account to my next one and tag that one and then so on and so on. Then you're obviously what's wrong with the inner workings of the Republican Party and conservative movement. You, you I don't I don't call you as my own. Uh, I don't know. Sorry. And I'm going to call your shit out. It's like I uh, Odin, you and I have said this before. We listen to what people say, but we look at what they do. Yep. See, what you do is going to tell me a lot more than what you say. There's a lot of people that have flowery, beautiful words that don't mean shit. Mm -hmm. And they get offended. And, and I think that on our side, it's even worse than it is on the left, because at least the left has a goal. Our side doesn't. Our, our side is either you think like I do or you're the enemy. Yeah, I want to know when it, be yeah, when and it became such a rare trait that we can agree to disagree. We do all the time on religion. Fuck. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's, it's ridiculous point, on our side. It's it's ridiculous on our side, and I mean, now you got conservatives because oh, they're you know their uh, views don't align with mine, you know, to a T, a hundred percent. So you're the enemy, and I'm gonna wish that you you know burn in hell. You know, and die, or I'm gonna uh, threaten your life, or yeah, yeah. Uh, I it, it seems to me that some people have gotten wrapped up in the fight and forgot what they're actually fighting for. Oh, I haven't forgotten, not at all. No, and, I know you haven't. I'm just saying that a lot of people have, and that's where, where a lot of people they start the fight and then they get into into merchandising or into, into making it a business, and then they start yep. sacrificing their yep. beliefs. And, that, and that's what I start calling out on. And it's like, you know, uh, uh, just because you do this or that doesn't mean you're any more patriotic or, you know, a patriot than me. Uh, you know? And, like, my issue with one of the content creators I went after, like, you know, I'm like, Oh, so you want to enjoy the freedoms of not wearing a mask, not getting vaccinated. But now that these Afghani um, refugees are coming over here, now it's a problem. But it wasn't a problem <laughs> with the people coming across the southern border. I know who you're <laughs> talking and about. You <laughs> and then I see you in a video walking around and mocking people like, la -di da I'm not wearing a mask, and I'm... I don't got a vaccine and, and then I see an next clip of, Oh, you need to get vaccine. They're not getting tested. It's like, fuck out of here. Like either you, you care about it or you don't. You can't have it both ways. Can't have it both ways. If you're free to not wear a mask or get vaccinated or be forced to get tested weekly, then they have the same right. Plus this is a little different circumstance. All right. These people fought alongside us. They risked everything. 
They're not some illegals jumping the border. If anybody deserves a free ticket to America, it's fucking them. They knew what it would cost them. And it's cost them everything right now, including their lives. Well, the, the and hypocrisy of you that... Don't understand the whole picture of, of what happened there, or you've experienced it firsthand, shut your damn mouth. See nope, the there it came, there it came. There's that York, there's that Yorker accent right there. <laughs> <laughs> See the hypocrisy for me in that particular situation was, it was the individual saying that the virus was a hoax or that the vaccine was useless or mass didn't work. Was the same guy who sit here and then said. How come they're getting in the country and they don't have to take the vaccine, but I do? Are you jealous? If you don't think yeah. that the vaccine's going to do anything, then why do you care if they get it or not? That exactly. was that was the hypocrisy exactly. for me. And 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 then then you have the nerve in your video to show an inaccurate picture. That plane that was full, that was from back during Obama's administration. Not mm -hmm. fucking, not fucking current. So how about you get your facts straight? Because facts matter. Fuck your feelings. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I, I, I just want you to know that, that your videos inspire me to be more spicy. Hey, because I love your new jabs. Without the swearing, it's like it's like I did one video. I had someone come at me, and they were like, "I have a light," and I'm like, "Obviously, you don't, sweetheart, because you're on my page commenting on the same video eight times." And I was like, <laughs> "How do you know that I don't have a life outside TikTok? That I might not be a mother, a wife, a career woman, and, you know, have a college degree?" I was like, "You don't." I was like, but it's funny that you thought you could get me riled up. I think it's just hilarious. I was like, you just showed me how stupid you are. You're a New Yorker. I I know I can get you riled up. I just don't know if I'm ready for that type of heat. I'm just saying. <laughs> I can dial Odin. it down when it needs to be, though. <laughs> Odin, Odin. I know I'm supposed to be like the god of war or whatever. Uh, fuck, I'm not messing with a New Yorker, okay? Come on. Well, well, it, you want a little more picture of it all. So just like uh, someone we both know, a penny, on a unpopular penny queen, I am part Native American to, to make it worse. Not to mention Scottish, Irish, and German. So that's, that's a just a fucking recipe disaster for a, b a whole bunch of attitude and addiction problem with alcohol. Okay, so I'm just going to say I, this. I, I say this with all tender love and care and respect. I love you, Piss Fet, but that is a whole lot of fuck you in one spot. My husband used to work for what's called a youth challenge program. And it was the last ditch effort to straighten these kids out before they went to jail. Juvenile jail. And a lot of his cadets were Native American. Full-blooded. And they met me a few times here and there, and they asked one time, how are you still alive to my husband, who's like six foot? <laughs> and knowing my bloodlines, he's like, because I know when to shut the fuck up.
The preceding podcast is brought to you by Heimdall, Keeper of the Bifrost.